there are really two themes related to grace today in the scriptures. And the, the first theme we hear of, of God's tremendous love and the pouring out of his grace, the grace that comes from God. And the other theme is the, is the theme of how we receive that grace and how effective it is in our lives. Um, I was on the internet yesterday when I was copying my message to put in the Facebook page, and uh, I had a quote that I included again. I'd just like to read it to you because it, it, it just really is nice. This is from a woman, Anne, Anne Lamond, Lamont. It says, I do, not, uh, I do not at all understand the mystery of grace, only that it meets us where we are but does not leave us where it found us. And um, I think that's true precisely because it's divine. It's, it's God's grace and love. You, you can't receive God's grace and love, really receive it, without being profoundly affected. So today, Jesus tries to describe how powerful is this grace and, and how generous God is. So uh, he give, gives us as a parable, and I won't repeat the whole parable except to say this, that he uh, gets a group of men in the early morning to go out and work in his fields, and he says, I'll give you the usual daily wage. So let's say it's 100 bucks, whatever. And so they go. And then every three hours he goes out and finds more people, and he sends them off and says, I'll pay you what is just, I'll pay you what is just, I'll pay you what is just. Finally, at 5 o'clock, one of the last hours of the day, he goes out, and there's still a few men there. So he says, what are you doing here? No one's hiding. Well, go into the field, and I'll pay you what is just. So they go. So now, when they come back, um, and this is, the, this is the story of Jesus, he, who's trying to grapple with, how do I describe how generous is God? So he says, pay them all, but start with the last and pay them first. So he pays them the same wage, $100. And so the guys that were there all day said, that's what he agreed to pay us, but oh, surely he will get a lot more now because we've worked here all day. 100, 100, 100, and he gives them 100 too. And they're all bothered. And so he lays it on them. He said, look, did I not give you what I promised? They had to say, yes, but we worked all day. It's unfair. It's unfair. He said, no, it's fair. I gave you exactly what I said I would give you. But if I wish to be generous, can I not be with my own money? Now, this doesn't make sense. Would any of you do that? Really? I mean, maybe you would if you were a multimillionaire, but, but who would do that except God? Because like the first reading says, God isn't like us. If we're lucky, we're a little bit like God. But God doesn't think like us. When God speaks, it's pure love, generous. Now, I know Anybody who's over 30 years of age, I suppose around that age, uh, was taught like I was. We earn God's grace. We say prayers. and we, If we do them on certain days, like nine first Fridays, we get special indulgences and all. And if, if you believe that, fine. I don't want to knock it, but I'm going to knock it. <laughs> because I want to say that has to do with how we receive. It doesn't have to do with how God gives. God gives all the time. Like it says in the scriptures, he gives the sun to the good and the bad alike. And when he sends his rain down, it falls on the good and the bad alike. God is not controlled by our behavior, nor does he measure 
with our behavior. I mean, what kind of God is this that's worried about uh, if you do this and I can't give you that? And I, He just loves. He just pours his abundant grace all over us. We can't even absorb it all. We think we got it all. We can't because it's just constant and it's full. It's so plentiful. Now, if we believe this, this changes everything. If we believe in a God that is super abundant in, in that love for us and is always generously bestowing it. So where's the catch? The catch is how we receive it. And, and we, we hear all kinds of examples. We heard it uh, earlier in the week about the seed that goes in the ground and dies. Uh, and, and, and then it produces much fruit. But also, when it describes yesterday the, the, the condition of the soil. Some soil produces 30%, other 60 other 100%. And what's the difference if it's not rocky, if it's deep enough, if there's nutrients in it? And, and, and then it can receive the seed, and it really works the seed. It dies, and it produces much fruit. So everything is the condition of ourselves. Years ago, even before I was a priest, I was on a, a retreat team. We used to call them reach-out retreats. Probably some of your grandkids went on it. Um, uh, I was on a team with uh, three other priests, really two really high-powered priests. And, and um, the whole idea was we would get the kids with us to reach in, to look at their inside and, and who they want to be and how they want to be, then to reach out to one another and look at the relationships with one another, and then to reach up to God, to reach out. This was the retreat. So we were given in our best. It was with a Catholic high school, and we were going on and on. And quite frankly, they were spoiled brats. They really were. Here they were probably, most of them, um, you know, put in Catholic school by their parents who paid a lot of money for their whole grammar school education, now for their high school education. And they're getting all of this stuff and they were goofing around. They weren't really receptive or anything. Finally, about the middle of the second day, there was this one guy in the retreat. He was a big jock, um, good-looking, big, muscular. He was the jock of the, of the school. Everybody looked up to him. And he raised his hand, and, and one of the priests called him and said, yes. And he says, can I say something? I said, sure. He said, what's wrong with you people? He said, I'm not even Catholic. I'm not even Catholic, and I'm getting so much out of this retreat. What's wrong with you? Why aren't you listening? Why aren't you participating? You're supposed to be the ones who listen, and you're not doing anything. Grow up. Whoa. None of us could have said that to them, but he did, and he got away with it, and the whole mood changed. Because he took them where they were at, like that saying, that grace comes, meets you where you're at, and if it touches you, you're never the same. And grace worked through this guy. He reached into them and challenged them to be a different kind of soil, to receive the word, to receive God's grace, to receive this love. So I would propose to you that this is why we come to church, you know, theoretically, that, that this would stir us up and open up our soil. Now, I might not be the right priest for some people here. I would encourage you, if I'm not the one, go to St. Dominic's or somewhere else. Don't, don't leave the church because of me, ever, you know, no matter what I do. Anyone who leaves the church over, over a priest is whatever. Yeah. Why would you give up something precious to you? 
Just go somewhere else where you get fed. I hope I'm helping to feed, but if I'm not, that's okay. Nobody can do it for everybody. But then we need to look, each of us, at ourselves. Am I open? Am I seeking? Seek the Lord and he will be found. The Psalm told us again and again, seek the Lord and he will be found. If we open up this soil, not only is it likely, it's almost guaranteed that the seed will be planted and the seed will grow.